the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's not just any hump day, though, babies, because we are hump day before a Friday into a holiday weekend. We got Memorial Yeah, thank you, Jesus. In fact, this is a really important holiday because Memorial Day, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this tonight because it's not the, the night before the weekend, but this we have Memorial Day coming up in which uh, this is where we honor those who made the, the paid the the greatest sacrifice for the United States, and that's those who gave up their life for us, and that's something that we, I think that we really need to be spending some time focusing on as we think about what's happening with the transformation of our United States military. But we got lots of other things to get into tonight. Fauci was forced to admit it. Did Fauci commit some perjury? Let me tell you, he did enough to where if he had been a private citizen, if he had been like that ball player, was it Cal Rip? Who's a ball player? That said something slightly untrue before Congress and found himself, you know, facing facing perjury charges, spent about six months in jail. My man here is my baseball expert. But Fauci seems like to me we're going to get into that. Seems like to me he, he, you know, told a big fat one in front of Congress. We got to talk about that and and the ongoing truth as it's been trickled out. To the American people about what's going on in Wuhan. We got to talk about that. Uh, there was another admission today, a shocking admission by the Biden administration's nominate nominee to head up ATF, alcohol, tobacco and firearms. And uh, we're going to get into that discussion and more. We've got first time guest on the Andrea K show tonight. He was recommended to me. He's the morning talk show host out of um, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, he um, it's Bobby Gunther Walsh, and he's on. He's been doing this for thirty five years. So when you've been when you've been the host of the mor- the morning show for thirty five years in an area, particularly that big of a market, man, you're the deal. So he is on seven ninety WAA. AEB in the morning. So I'm super excited to talk to Bobby Gunther Walsh about all the hot topics of the day, including the ongoing revelations that we are, we're, it's sinking into us that a former president of the United States is being targeted for persecution through prosecution. And we'll have him weigh in on that and more. I'd love to have you weigh in. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And the man who weighs in every night, one way or another. Not that he weighs a lot, but anyway, it's DJ Potato Skins. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. The more that comes out about Joe Biden, I just think Joe Biden doesn't like winning. 
Um, well, it depends on your definition of a win, because quite frankly, they are winning. If you, if you understand the, the principle of Cloward Piven, which is where you break the back of an economy, you destroy an economy, you make people so miserable, so desperate that they are willing to completely give up every aspect of their freedoms and their lives, begging the government for assistance. And in fact, we've kind of seen that we've kind of seen that it take place in the past year in California, which is why, as well as other states under uh, communist rule, as the coronavirus was used as an excuse to seize com- c- control over our lives, entire industries, businesses, picking and choosing which businesses are going to be winners and losers. And the destruction of 30% just in California alone of our restaurants. And you think about the destruction and we're going to, there's an update on the, on the recall here coming up later on in the show. But you think about that destruction. Just in California alone. And that destruction was done because one man, one man under the guise of being a scientist, can't question the science, right? One man said we had to shut down the economy. One man who said over a year ago that Trump was out of his mind when Trump suggested or even questioned that this might not have been a natural virus that came about from a bat Trump, no, Trump was, you know, wow, I'm flashing. Well, gee, wasn't there another time in which Trump was called crazy and insane and psychotic when he said that the United States was listening in on his phone calls and, and, and wiretapped him? Yeah, that ended up being true, too. So that that man, Fauci, who, who the answer man, right, said, no, this was this was a natural virus. How dare anybody question anything coming out of China? As he has continued to be questioned uh, by Rand Paul and pressured on what was going on in the Wuhan lab and the and his role in it and the role of the taxpayer. Oh, he's speaking up now because he knows he has no other choice. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, well, of course, when you're hauled in before Congress, you have no choice. But, yeah, the truth is starting to eke out. But but Fauci was caught in a lie because Fauci had said that no taxpayer money was spent in that Wuhan lab. But here's the thing. Just like your tweets, once you tweet it, it's done, it's out there, and you can try to delete it, but but they can retrieve it. The, the Wuhan Institute of Virology has tried to scrub all the different ways in which the United States was involved from uh, Fauci, the NIAID, the NIH, and other institutions. It's still out there. It's still out there. So, so Fauci said under oath that the United States government had not funded the Wuhan lab. And of course, he was forced to admit today to Rand Paul uh, that he did, in fact, uh, send $600,000. But then, of course, it was like it was modest, right? It was modest. There's no such thing as a modest lie. And I don't care whether it was $600,000 or $600 million. The United States of America spent money in this Wuhan lab for which uh, SARS-CoV-1 back in 2001 leaked out of. Same lab. And what did we do? We gave them more money. Uh, that, uh, according to this article here, this is from OAN. Um that was 8,000 cases from SARS-CoV-1 and 800 deaths. So, you know, gee. Um, so, so then, in, in fact, 
uh, according uh, uh, what I'm reading here is that Fauci not only did he try to justify this money uh, by saying it was modest, but then he's he's saying that well, when you look at this SARS-CoV-1 back in 2001 that leaked out, we had to spend money over there because we needed to research this and how this happened, and better we do it there than we do it here. Say what? Uh, he went on, however, to continue to deny that the funds were used for something called gain of function. And what gain of function is, is basically where they start manipulating this virus and they expand its capabilities of being contagious. And the purpose of, of, of doing that is so that they can test how it's spread, right? Fast forward. Um, uh, here's something else that's incredibly important to understand that was revealed. And I don't think you're hearing this anywhere in the media is guess what else was admitted by Fauci not by Fauci but guess what else was was mentioned in these hearings a bioweapons expert named Dr. Lawrence Sellen said that the People's Liberation Army sent the virus to Wuhan Institute of Virology in early 2019 Y'all hear about this in the mainstream media? Nowhere. While citing Chinese sources, he said the virus then underwent testing on large primates. He claimed that the military unit that provided the virus for testing is the same entity that worked with bat coronaviruses in the past. He said that the the COVID-19 may be part of the Chinese bioweapons program. They, he, and I quote, they were beginning to document it in their military documents that this was one viable option, either in a pre-war or warfare scenario. And all that information is actually out in the Internet now, he said. So this comes just days after uh, the U.S. intelligence reported that there were lab workers back in November of 2019. We mentioned this on the show recently. Um According today, of course, today, Biden has to come out of gate. I'm demanding an investigation from the intelligence community. They got 90 days to get back to with me. Really, Biden? The intelligence community actually was investigating this via Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, former former head of the CIA, by the way, using the intelligence operations and the intelligence agencies here to investigate what was going on with this uh, lab. Was it leaked out? What was going on? Was this part of their military bioweapons program? And guess who shut it down upon him being installed in the White House? Oh, I have a guess. How about Joe, uh, Joe Biden? Yeah. Now, after CNN actually reported that this that this uh, investigation under the State Department of Mike Pompeo had been shut down by the Biden administration, then the new Secretary of State comes out and says, "Oh no, 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 we hadn't shut it down. Oh, no, y'all crazy, y'all crazy." So now Biden comes out and says, "No, we're going to double down on it. We're going to double down on investigating to get to the truth of it." But but here's but they want the but however at the same time they're saying they're 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 going to put the intelligence community on it. You got to be asking who in the intelligence community is it the same people that failed to to uh, uh, to uh, identify the people coming after the Colonial Pipeline, or is it the same intelligence community that failed to identify the Pulse nightclub shooters uh, shooting uh, uh, Major Nadal Hassan, Mr. Warrior for Allah, the Sarnaya brothers? I mean, quite frankly, who do they have to even be put on this case? Because lately, all that the intelligence community has been doing is trying to identify anybody within five miles of the Capitol on January 6th. I don't have any confidence in this. None at all. Hey, hey, hey you'll be interested in this. Just got a news alert from the Epic Times. Uh, <laughs> over 10,000 COVID-19 infections have been recorded in Americans who have received 
a vaccine. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about these these vaxes going on because that's a huge part of this. Because now, when you understand what's going on, and, and but 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 even even the vax aside, let's think about this for a minute. Rand Paul is right that the, that Fauci, whatever investigation happens, it cannot involve Fauci. It can't involve anybody that Fauci assigns to this because if any of this is even remotely true, Fauci has about 500,000 deaths on his hands and he has no business being in his position. He has and certainly no business and being a part of the investigation. I passed over time of a break. We got to take a break. We're going to when we come back, we're going to bring in Bobby Gunther Walsh. Phenomenal, a super popular morning talk radio show host out of Allentown to get his perspective on this and more. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this hump day as we roll into a, a holiday weekend coming up here honoring those who gave all. Um, 888-344-1170. If you want to weigh in on anything at the top of the hour, we were talking about fraud Fauci and his admissions today in front of uh, Rand Paul and others. But we got to shift gears because I'm super excited that I've got first time on the Andrea K show tonight, a friend all the way from the East Coast. It's Bobby Gunther Walsh. And he is like I was telling you at the open of the show. This man is not just a show host. Y'all, he's been rocking a morning show for 35 years. And when you've been around that long, when they haven't found a reason to pull pull you out to get a hook and yank you out of the studio after 35 years you're the real deal in addition to that he's involved in a lot of local charity works and 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 then on top of all that he's a nascar driver bobby gunther walsh welcome to the andrea k show hey it's great to be uh, great to be on your show i been we were trying to get you on my show but i got on yours first so that's great because i wanted to hear what the left coast is thinking uh, I'm friends with Tom Del Beccaro, I think you might know, and he uh, led the uh, recall uh, Rescue California movement, and I was kind of curious as to where it stands with Gavin Newsom these days, too. So I, because some people out there, I have other friends out there say, well, they got the recall going, but he's going to win the, re- Newsom's going to win the recall. I'm hoping that's not true. Well, um, as for Tom D, let's just say Tom D, Tom D and I go way back. Uh, a few years now. Um, he's a buddy of mine and, and he's on the show quite a bit and we have a lot of fun together. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud and, and, uh, of, of him and the work of others in terms of making that recall happen because you wouldn't think it, well, it, it was no small feat, even though, uh, Gavin Newsom, yeah. as we call him, has done everything he could to motivate people to recall him. It's still not an easy thing to do. And so had tip to, uh, my friend Tom D, uh, for making that happen. Here's a little update, um, for that. Uh, we're we're supposed to believe Bobby Gunther Walsh that the these polls that have come out. I don't know if you believe polls anymore. I don't know if y'all do out. Uh, Bobby's out by way of Allentown, but there's a poll that's come out today that said that only forty percent of Californians now say that they would vote to oust uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, I don't know if that's true or not because the incoming president of the Service Employees International Union Local One Thousand, a Richard Lewis Brown, has said, um, "I'm going to run his blank out of office." 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I mean, you and I both know that when it comes to special elections, especially recall elections, it's really about turnout, right? So right. the way, yeah, the, I don't know about out there. The way it works here is the first question is going to be, do you want them out? Yes or no. Then if you do, no jungle primary, no top two, no runoffs. It's whoever on the list of twenty five thousand or other people on there gets the most. You know, then then that, that's who wins it. Um, the Democrats think they've got a good strategy of not running anybody besides no Democrats, but besides Newsom. I think Newsom is toast. What do you think? You've been around a long time. I, it sounds like from what I'm hearing, though, he's buying votes with taxpayer dollars in California, promising all kinds of stuff. And it's amazing. I can't believe that you, they want to talk about graft and corruption in, in, in industry or wherever they think there's graft and corruption. I've never seen anything like it in my lifetime in the last 10 years, how much politicians use our money mm-hmm. and hand out all kinds of money to buy votes. Really, that's what they're buying. We'll give you another $1,000 stimulus. We'll do this. We'll do that. They're using the hardworking guy's money to buy the votes of. The best way to put it is people used to vote their pocketbook, and that meant they who would give them the best job. Now they vote their pocketbook, who will give them the most free stuff. And that's sad. That's that we've arrived at that point in America that people will, enough people will fall for it that they apparently, I don't believe it, voted Joe Biden in. Well, I agree with you. I don't believe that either. And I don't think there's anybody that believes he got more votes than any other presidential candidate in the history. I'm not convinced. You're absolutely right that Newsom's play has been to try to buy votes. Uh, first of all, he's suddenly suddenly he's declared that on January on June 15th declared in advance that that's the day that the Rona is going to stop spreading. So he's going to lift all the mandates at that point. He's also going to start writing checks to everybody. But here's the thing. Thirty percent of all of our restaurants in California close permanently. He can't write a check big enough to. To pay back to to make to to make whole the people whose lives that he's destroyed, and I don't think that there's uh, you know enough immigrants they're bringing here across the border that they're going to magically make possible to vote. I don't think he's going to be able to save himself. I could be wrong. That's the level of damage that he has done to the voters here. Um, what concerns me though is that recall or not, I'm more concerned from a na- national standpoint the amount of people that still that still think that there was ever even even with a hindsight that that they still think that the shutdowns at some point had any validity, that the government, whether it was here or anywhere else in the country, had a right to mandate a mask over your face, had a right to tell you how many people you could have in your business, whether or not your church should operate, six-foot distancing, or any of that. To me, we can survive a Gavin Newsom. We can even survive a Joe Biden. But I don't know that we can survive an America that is on board with that kind of tyranny. Do you? Amen. That's what I've said. This. Somebody was telling me, what are we going to do about Joe Biden? And what are we going to do about this and that? And I said, what are we going to do about your next door neighbor? And he said, what do you mean? I said, that guy, your next door neighbor voted. There's people that are voting for these people. The problem isn't just in Washington, D.C. It's the guy across the lawn that you need to go and talk to and try to talk some sense into. We need to start having conversations with our neighbors because they're the ones who are voting these people in. They're the ones who believe that America is horrible, that our 
founding fathers were horrible, that are that are they're the ones who are willing to rewrite our history, that believe we should tear down statues, that believe cops should be vilified. They've been sold the bill of goods because mm-hmm. we've been asleep at the wheel for 50 years, letting our schools be uh, infiltrated, letting our kids be indoctrinated. And we've got a big problem, and it's not in Washington. It's right across the street. Well, yeah, in Chula Vista, one of my most favorite neighborhoods in, in uh, South Bay in San Diego, they lost, I think it was upwards of 60% of their restaurants. And what was their focus yesterday, Bobby Gunther Washington? The city council voted to remove the Columbus statue from the city park. Oh right, that's your priority. And then, but, but getting back, and then, and getting back to DC though, somebody posted a meme today. It might have been Matt Walsh who said, if your, if your biggest concern is it, because the Republicans are in on this too, your biggest concern is a commission on January 6th, but it's not. Not to investigate uh, the Fauci and what went on with the Wuhan lab and the funding of that and the coronavirus. We're in deep doo-doo in this country. Speak to that in terms of what's going on with Fauci and the Wuhan uh, scandal. Well, I find it interesting. Well, yeah, he actually had some statistics in that meme. I saw that same meme and it was like, you're more concerned about... Uh, January 6th, and you are about the three point some million people across the world that were died died from this, and the half a million in America that died from a virus that was created in a lab. Then your priorities are wrong. Well, I can't believe. First of all, whatever somebody asked me a great question today. Did somebody assassinate the Surgeon General? What happened to him? I thought <laughs> he had a say in this. Where, where the hell is he? You know. He's somewhere. He's ball. somewhere underground with Hunter Biden doing who knows what. I, I have no idea. Where yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, Fauci has been wrong and wrong and wrong and wrong, and he's twisted and contorted everything since about day three of this virus. I, I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you what I think about Fauci. And it's a shame he didn't do it. Trump should have fired him. Thank you. Within the first couple of weeks, and he didn't. And it was a, a huge gap. And I can't believe a guy this incompetent. This is a folks. These are your bureaucrats. These are the elites that think they're smarter than us. Yeah. This guy has screwed this up left and right just on the health part of it. Let alone has his hand in destroying the economy, kids' futures, or education. And this guy still has a job. Mm-hmm. How the hell is that possible? How well, is that possible? Well, well it's, it, it, and not just a job, Bobby Gunther Walsh, but the, he is the highest paid, the highest paid. employee yeah, of the United States government. And it is not an issue of incompetency, although he doesn't put a stethoscope to a patient and he has no idea. He's nothing but a, a pencil pushing bureaucrat. Um, but he is a liar. He is complicit with what has gone on with Wuhan. I believe this was a bioweapon that got leaked out. And, you know, and, and the United States government was in on it. I have a favor to ask. I know you're show is very early in the morning. Is there any way I can beg of you to stay over to stay with me another segment? Because sure. yeah. I, I want to get in. Yeah, thank you, because I, what I want to get into next is where we are in it as a nation that the United States government has now weaponized its Department of Justice to persecute and prosecute political opposition, including former President Trump. So stay with us and you guys stay with us, too. We, we will be right back with Bobby Gunther Walsh. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. There's just so many things you can call me, so many nicknames for me, and so little time. <laughs> Thanks for being with me, you guys. Um, and holding over the break is Bobby Gunther Walsh, a talk, morning talk show host at News Radio 790 WAEB, uh, calling in all the way from Allentown. You know, I didn't ask you, Bobby, um, when, when you first came on, what's the haps out there on the East Coast? Which was that now? What's the haps out there, the happenings out there in Allentown? Oh, I mean, because uh, I mean, with um, um, with Joe Biden doing everything he can to put the hurt on the energy sector, how is that affecting Allentown and oh, the surrounding? Well, the, the northeast Pennsylvania, where I hailed from years ago, uh, is they're the home of fracking. There's such a huge fracking industry up there and they obviously hurt them and i don't understand how so that's that's hurting of course pennsylvania is ground zero for all the voter fraud that happened we have had a state supreme court uh that basically re-gerrymandered our state then i went to the united states supreme court and the united states supreme court said the state supreme court shouldn't have done it we have a republican senate and house and they did not go back and re-gerrymander the districts they let it stand for the last election and then they let the state supreme court get away with changing the voting rules mm-hmm. including mail-in voting extending when the votes would be counted at first i guess it was a uh, it hadn't happened yet so i forget the legal term for that but we had no standing yet and then now the, they rule the point is moot it's a fiasco out here. It really is. And, and we have a legislature, legislature that's still not fixing the problem. It's, it's just, it's, I got to tell you, it's distressing. I don't, if we keep allowing illegal immigration and we don't fix this mail-in voting, I don't know the Republicans will ever win another election. And, and we have Republicans that are so either anemic or spineless or both. I don't know what the problem is. It's really uh, disheartening. Well, I think the problem is, is that most of them, uh, I started asking these questions about the Republican Party years ago um, after at, around the Mitt Romney. I, actually, I was a little put off by George W. in his final years, but it would really be, I began to question, are they spineless or are they just about uh, just as much about a big government um, centralized system of power as the left and they just want to be the ones in control? Um, I I think I think half of them are just happy to be in the minority so that they can just take their money and keep their little piece of power, not have to actually do anything. And the rest of them are the Paul Ryan types that were just as much about open borders, just as much about funding big government centralized system of power. I mean, you look at the first two years of Trump, right, or the first six months, they could have repealed and replaced Obamacare. They didn't. Right. They that they've been promised for years. They could have sealed the border. They didn't. Right. Trump had to nickel and dime to get five million dollars. They coordinated and encouraged and enabled the Mueller investigation that they knew based upon closed door testimony was a lie there. They we we have we don't have a a, a two party system. We've got a we've got a one party system. And the Republican Party was when Trump, I said, let me back up and say it this way. When Trump's inauguration speech, I think this, the sentence that meant the most to me and also meant the most to, to the Uniparty because it struck fear in their heart and anger was when he said, today's the day the government gets returned to the people. They had to take him out, right? And that's continuing. It continued for four years. After Mueller, we had the impeachment with Ukrainian whistleblower. Now that he's out, they're still going after him. I want to play a clip for you from Mark Levin because he went off on this and said some and just really wrapped it up. Of course, he's a constitutional attorney. I'd like to play this clip and get your reaction of our children what the hell's going on in this country with that party i want to save a minute or two for my dear friend president trump this democrat party 
adopts the worst policies the world has ever seen. They're acting like the Soviet Communist Party in the city of New York and the state of New York, where they go after politicians and former officials they don't agree with. Here's tonight's headline. New grand jury seated for next stage of Trump investigation. Trump investigation? Donald Trump is a multi-billionaire. He has multiple corporations. So what are they trying to do to Donald Trump? They're digging into his tax returns. They're threatening his longtime financial officer. They're going after his son and the divorce that took place with his former wife. They're interrogating them. They're trying to pressure them to do anything they can to find a gift tax violation, to find some other tax violation. The Fed's already investigated Trump clean. Now the politicians, the Democrat Party in New York and the state. You have an attorney general who's a complete hack, Letitia James. She came into office saying she was going to go after Trump. You have this Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance, who's a real punk, a political hack, who's done a lot of things that are highly questionable. And I want the American people to understand they're trying to drag this president, our president, Trump, in front of this grand jury, a Democrat party, Democrat city. Democrat state to find something, anything that they can use against him because they don't want him to run for office again and they are trying to destroy him. Joseph Stalin would be very proud of you Democrats in New York. I must say I'm disgusted with the Democrat Party and I am disgusted with these hacks in New York. Um, I, I love everything that he said, except except he stopped short because he didn't include the Republican Party in there, Bobby, because they, they're doing this because the Republican Party is complicit in this destruction. And after January 6th, they're coming for all of us. This is not going to end with Donald Trump. We're all Michael Flynn. We're all Donald Trump to be persecuted for our, our politics. Or am I wrong? No, it's it's interesting you say that, and I just think I, we've got the Senate that they need ten Senate votes to proceed with this investigation into January sixth. They got Romney. Uh, they've got they're going to have Susan Collins. They've got Murkowski. Uh, I helped, and I'm embarrassed to say this. I was on his original finance committee when he ran for Congress, and that's Pat Toomey. Mm-hmm. I helped him years ago. He's from Zionsville, right outside of Allentown. And he, uh, I think he's going to be one of the ones he voted to impeach Trump. I think he might be one that votes to have this uh, investigation continue. So, yeah, you need to include the Republicans if you want to even call them Republicans. You know, years ago, I was a Democrat and I I was like Ronald Reagan, the Democrat Party. uh, I didn't leave the Democrat Party. It left me. And I didn't leave the Republican Party. It left me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you tell me the difference between Pat Toomey, who wants to be with Joe Manchin and take away our guns, who says he's a fiscal conservative, but look how the economy is under, look how the debt has grown under him. He's a free trader, not for America. And he's against mm-hmm. Donald Trump, our president. So what makes him any different from the Democrats? Not much. So, yeah, you're you're right. And, and they're weaponizing this. And they are. You made a better point. They are coming after us, folks. They're rioting in Portland again tonight. They're rioting all over the place. Uh, ironically, on uh, George Floyd Day, they're shooting each other at George Floyd Square, and, and they're doing, they're having violence to protest violence. It's insanity. Only in America can you do that. But they are coming after us. All that rioting everywhere else doesn't matter. But what you did on only one day, mm-hmm. on January 6th, they are going to vilify you that for, for you for that. And And a handful of people did it. Most of us just want the answers that they wouldn't give us. 
We're being vilified for one day and the and the work of a few people. Meanwhile, we've had more than a year of all this violence in cities everywhere else. There are no investigations of who's funding them. Nothing there. Just you. They're scared of you and they're scared of Donald Trump. They weren't scared of Donald Trump. They wouldn't be doing any of this. He's your front runner for 2024 because their actions tell you he is. Absolutely. I don't know if you heard the report that uh, there that the military is going after with with the DHS to scrounge social media. And they've identified now a new group of people. The greatest threat to this country are it's patriot extremism, as defined by those who who don't uh, who speak out against a large uh, 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 overreaching government and expanded government and, and anybody who speaks out against corruption in the government. That's MAGA. Right. And the Republican Party is happy to have us all, Liz. Cheney, happy to have 75 million voters declared uh, the, the extremists that are a threat to society, go through, scrounge our social media, report back to the government and put us on a, a list. And we st- and there's many of the people that were arrested on January 6th for trespassing, by the way, um, not doing anything violent. They're still being held without bail. Meanwhile, all these Black Lives Matter Antifa people, as well as people in New York and, and around the country that were beating up Jews, by the way, they got they got mm-hmm. released, on, released on bail. So it's really frightening Madonna. times. Yeah. Wrap us yeah, up, Bobby Gunther-Walsh. Donald Trump's rhetoric was horrible, but AOC and Elon Omar can say what they said about Jews in Israel, and they have, that's okay. They're given a pass. They're, they're, they issue a, a it's what a, I don't even know you call it an apology. And then they were right back at it again, uh, going after the police and wanting to, to defund the police and saying today that the whole structure needs to be reformed. All, every, because of the hand, work of a few people, a few bad cops, the whole system's terrible. Uh, but it's really funny because of a violent killer or two with a gun, we all need to lose our guns. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, you look at a failing school system, I talked about this today on the air, you can look at a handful of people with guns or a handful of cops, and the whole system needs to be torn down. But look at the failing American education system, and that can't be touched. Nope. That's affecting millions of kids. We went from being one of the top five nations in the country for education, and now we're, I think, barely clinging to number 25. That doesn't need to be reformed. With The whole system truly there is failing. Don't touch that. Mm-hmm. But let's, refund the, let's reform the police. Let's defund the police. We, everything has to go there because of one or two bad cops. Or whatever. You, uh, I, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but it's millions of interactions per year between police officers and, and citizens. And, and it's a handful right. of incidents a year. Well, yeah. And those incidents, there's you've got a far greater chance of being killed by a cop if you're white than if you're black. And oh, by the way, uh, you know, yeah. there's there's nothing within our science community that has failed us and, and caused destroyed our economy for no reason, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You're not allowed to question yeah. Fauci. We, we're raised to, to get a second opinion from doctors, but you're not you're not allowed to question fraud Fauci on anything. Thank I, you. Thank you so much for staying up late with uh, us. Tell everybody quickly out here how they can hear you and. um Listen to your show. Well, I don't know which which company you're with, so it's really easy. If uh, but you just download the iHeartRadio app. I don't know if you're with iHeart or not. I know you're on the answer in San Diego, but I don't know your parent company. Um, but anyway, I download the iHeartRadio app and click on seven ninety WAEB, and I'm on mornings five to ten, five days a week. Only twenty five hours a week to fill. It's a <laughs> oh, last question, real quick, five seconds. Did you win your NASCAR race? 
I uh, I win what are called qualifying races, heat okay. races, okay. and I've only ever won one big race in my life. But I've won one, but I'm trying to win a, a couple more before I call by before I hang up my hat. Okay, I thought it's you had a big one a couple of weeks ago. No, I uh, no, I didn't win one. No, I, uh, I won a qualifying race, right. and it's a lot of fun. It's dirt, it's dirt track racing, folks. It's really a hoot. I don't know if they have any good dirt tracks out in California, but. It's better than it's actually we're we're dirt NASCAR we're still a division of NASCAR but it's better I think it's more action packed than the big boys. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. All right, now y'all stay tuned. We got more to talk about. Speaking of George Floyd, we got a statement from his brother that I want y'all to hear. DJ Potato Skins and I are going to talk about it when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, do you know what your VH score is? Don't even know what that is. Oh, it's your vaccine hesitancy score. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably, uh, depending on which a- angle you're looking at, probably near zero or near 100. Well, yeah. Well, um, it's, I think, the higher number. I'm not exactly sure, but that's what Facebook is doing. They've got their algorithms, uh, minders. Reason not like Facebook. Yeah, they're checking to see, um, looking for keywords like... Um, jab yourself in the eyeball with your poison. Um, you know, I'm joking, but you know, and, and they're compiling a score and keeping track and they're, they're using that information, of course, to ban people, ban posts, um, keeping watch of what you're doing. And, um, basically because it's all about trying to push out this vaccine and, um, which is if you think about, Fauci cooperating and working with the Chinese on a bio weapon that got leaked out that killed people and then and then after it leaked out lying denying therapeutics for people to die so he can make money off of vaccines that were proven to work this is that were proven to work man this is some serious evil and you know if if these vaxes were good why would they have to try to pressure anybody again? If this, if this, if this virus was so deadly, people would be lining, and the vaccines were so good and proven to be so good, people would be lining up for them. You wouldn't I have know to it's sell a different it. Different disease, Andrea, but I don't remember any other push towards pretty much forcing people to get a vaccine in our in our history. So no. there's obviously a reason for it. Here's your daily reminder. You have a 99.9% chance of recovery from this virus. They never told you that. At any point did Fauci ever say that? At any point did Fauci tell you about comorbidities? About how the fact that if if you if you were concerned about it, get on the treadmill, lose some weight, put down the cigarettes. Never told you that. They're still trying to tell you that kids who have zero risk of getting it or giving it uh, need to wear a mask all day long this is this is evil what has been perpetrated on us but i want to shift gears because I, I i heard a video clip today that um disturbed me and i'd like to play that and get your reaction skins and uh, share mine how y'all doing how you doing <laughs> i'm doing great uh, just uh we met with the president and the, and the vp um it was just for the remembrance of what happened to my brother, because this was his day that he was murdered. Uh, it was great. Uh, he's a genuine guy. Uh, they always speak from the heart, and 
it's a pleasure just to be able to have the chance to meet with him when we have that opportunity too. Um, we're just thankful for what's going on, and we just want this George Floyd Policing Act to be passed in the future. Is there any message? Could I ask you real quick? No, because this this is the thing. If you can make federal laws to protect the bird, which is the bald eagle, you can make federal laws to protect people of color. Okay. Anything you want to say to that, Skins? Um. Okay, well, protecting eagles is one thing, but, you know, when you're talking about people that are of any skin color that are involved with the police, uh, as you and I always talk about on the show, this is the first thing that pops up in my mind. Why do the people that are in every one of these cases we talk about, why do they run? Why do they resist arrest? Well, good point. The first thing that struck me was his laughing and giggling. He was all too excited uh, to be standing there and and be able to be on the microphone. I found that I found that repulsive. I think it's repulsive. Should have been a somber moment. Yeah, we should. He had no. I don't think the family had any business being there. Ashley's Ashley Babbitt's family been invited to the White House. Regardless of how you believe this man died, this man held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. This man is not to be memorialized. How you live, lived mattered. It matters. Okay. And second of all, in response to if we could craft law to protect a bald eagle, why can't we craft law to protect people of color? You tell me what law we don't already have on the books. We've got hate crime legislation that if a black person gets murdered by a white person, that's considered worse of a crime than if a black person kills a white person. So right now, it, you, you actually are, are, are um, treated better if you're a victim of a crime than a white person. Let's talk about affirmative action. You, you right now, you got a much better chance of getting hired for a job if you're, if you're a person of color than if you're a white person. And quite frankly, that's been going on for a long time in corporate America. What uh, uh, Tim Scott wants to put forth as part of this bill, they're talking about making lynching against the law. Uh, is lynching... Legal in the United States of America? Last time I checked, the answer is no. Yeah, it's already against the law. There is, there is not only, not there is not. We're not only. uh, I don't know how to say it because I can't do a double negative. We not only have laws that protect people of color. We are actually treating people of color better in many respects in this country than we are people who are considered not of color. Right now, you can't go into a school and see anybody teach anything except that white people are bad. But getting back to the laws. The laws favor people of color in the United States of America right now. We are a racist society. And oh, by the way, speaking of law, you got the ultimate justice. He was convicted in a court of law. What else are you supposed to get? If, I, if your family member dies, Skins, you hope that the person, your idea of justice, at least in, in terms of, of this world, because that's up to God what happens afterwards, but at least in the United States of America, what's considered justice is the person who committed the crime is held to account in a court of law and goes to jail. And, with you know, a fair it, trial. With a fair trial, and they, go, and they go to jail, and, you know, but if, they, if, they're, if they're guilty, that they get convicted, that's considered justice and they serve their time. What else do you think you deserve? You, and by the way, you already got $27 million before this man was even convicted. Before there was anything even proven that he did anything wrong. I think it was Thomas Sowell who said the problem is, is when you give people special treatment for, for, uh, for many decades, treating them equally feels like an injustice. 
we got to leave it there. Thank you to Bobby Gunther Rush. Thank you, Skins. Thank you, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.